trailer, we could all hear you screaming really loudly. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so you gotta be willing to laugh at yourself and tell embarrassing stories, because how else are you supposed to entertain your children? <laughs> Welcome to the Raising Confident Teens podcast, where we talk about life and leadership with teens and their parents. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm Rachel, and we are so glad to be chatting with you again today. Hey, let's read a podcast review. Okay, this one is from Honoré Senior. He said, wow, wow, wow. Talk about a good podcast. Excellent host, co-host, and guests. I cannot recommend this enough. Great job. Oh, thanks for that review. Uh, If you haven't reviewed us yet, scroll down to the bottom of the podcast page, and you'll see ratings and reviews. And you can tap the stars to rate, and then right below that it says write a review. And we would love it if you would do that, because those reviews mean a lot to us. They make our podcast more visible, and all of that. All right. It is the weekend for us, and we've got a new different normal around here since we only have three kids all summer. I don't know that that... I can't remember the last time that has happened. So, how does it feel? To have the bathroom to yourself. It's kind of weird. I I just have the whole upstairs to myself. So it's very different. Do you feel lonely up there? Kind of. Yeah. Um, is it nice sometimes though? I mean, we didn't really fight with the bathroom unless we were in school. So yeah. So I guess it's really not that big of a change for you. No. All right. Well, our topic for today is sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. It's easy to be happy and feel great about life when we're winning, but what happens when things aren't going your way? I found this great book by John Maxwell. It's specifically written for teens. It's called Sometimes You Win, Sometimes You Learn for Teens. And it's a great title because we we tend to think there's only two options, either we're winning or we're losing. And nobody wants to be the loser, right? What normally happens when we lose? How do, how do we respond? Um, well, you could get mad. You could be upset, right? Be embarrassed. Uh, we normally, it's normally not a good thing. And sometimes we can get stuck in our losses. I, I have this problem. I play things that happen where I mess up, I play them over and over again like a loop in my brain. And I just dwell on what I said or did or what someone else said or did and how I responded. You ever do that? It must be where I get it from. (laughs) Maybe everybody does that. I think some people do it more than others, though. We're human. We're going to mess up. We have to expect that we're going to mess up and we can't be forever dwelling on that. Because if you spend too much time dwelling on it, on it, you become afraid to act. And then you're, you're afraid you're going to mess up again. And you'll miss out on life. And a lot of times we talk to and treat ourselves way worse than we would one of our friends. Like if one of our friends messes up, we might say to them, it's okay. Mistakes happen. Like you say on the volleyball court, shake it off. Get back in the game. But if we mess up, we might say to ourselves over and over, you idiot, I can't believe you did that. Why did you do that? Over and over again, we say that to ourselves all night. As if thinking about it could actually really change the outcome. 
you can't let yourself go there because, like I said, those kind of thoughts are going to paralyze you and keep you from taking action. So how can we learn from loss? What, what's something we can do? Being willing to learn and not blame or think it's not your fault is, is a big step. Being willing to admit, well, maybe I played a small part in the problem. And it's so easy to blame other people or circumstances for why we're not achieving or why we're acting in a bad mood or whatever. We can blame any number of things. We could say, is my parents' fault? It's my teacher's fault? My coach's fault? My friends made me do it. It's kind of been a problem since the beginning of time, right? Mm-hmm. What happened? Adam told God it's the woman's fault. Right. So everybody's been doing it probably forever. So it's human nature. We don't want to get in trouble. We're trying to, I guess it's a self-protection thing. We don't want to get in trouble. So we're like acting like we didn't do it like the other guy did it uh you ever watch a sports event and a player misses the ball or something and they try to you can read their body language they're not even talking but you can read their body language and know that they are saying it wasn't them and everyone can clearly see the truth right the only person they're really fooling is themselves and I think that's just human nature. I don't want to jump on people because you naturally do that. But just become more aware of your tendency to try to shift the blame. A sign of maturity is learning not to pass the buck. True, it may not be entirely your fault. Life is not always fair. But we can't dwell on the past and how we were wronged and still succeed. So, okay, you, you had something bad happen to you. You can have a pity party. It's all right. You can tell yourself, I am going to be upset about this for the rest of the day. I'm going to cry. I'm going to journal. I'm going to tell my friend about it. Whatever you need to do, talk about it with some safe people. But then you have got to move on and look for solutions and look for ways to improve so that doesn't happen again. Right? Mm -hmm. To be clear, I'm not trying to gloss over horrible situations where people have been mistreated or abused. If you've been through something like that, that's different. You need to seek out help and a therapist who can help you work through processing that. But even in that situation, you're going to have to learn to look forward and not let the past trap you. And I know that's hard. You're going to have to have professional help to do that. But if you want your situation to change, ask yourself, what can I do to improve? Is there something that you really want out of life? What's your plan to get there? Say you want to make a certain team. How bad do you want it? Are you willing to get out there and practice in the off season? Are you willing to earn extra money to pay for a private coach? Um, do you want to do better in class? Are you willing to spend extra time studying? Are you willing to, you know, you want to raise your ACT score? Well, do you wish it or do you want it? You know, if, if, if you got a report back that you didn't do good on this test, are you willing to put in the time and the effort to change that or you just want to talk about it, right? Maybe you can ask a teacher to help you better understand it or you could look up stuff online. You can learn almost anything online these days. Sometimes hearing things from several different perspectives will help you understand it better. So if you're thinking you're doing all you can 
are you willing to ask others who are where you want to be for feedback and say, hey, do you think I'm doing all I can? What, what do you think I could do to improve? The easy way out is to complain or blame others. And it, and it makes you feel justified in not succeeding. But would you rather succeed or blame? Because you can't have both. If you have two employees, you, you guys you guys have had your own businesses, right? If you went and hired two people that are equally skilled and one of them always complains and blames everyone else and the other one always looks for solutions to the problem, which one will you keep around? Which one will you promote if you're going to promote? Which one will you want to be there? The one that always blames would be fired very quickly. Just going to point that out there. And the other one would be promoted. Because being a problem solver is something that is a very valuable asset. And having a person that's always blaming is a a very good relationship. Yeah, atmosphere. I was going to say it's toxic, but like... A lot of people do it, I think, and they don't even realize they're doing it. Right? Have you been around people like that? Yes. And and with and you can sit around and complain, or you can get out there and give it your best shot. Which which action do you think is going to make you feel better? Um, giving your best shot. Yeah, complaining just makes you feel worse. At least it does me. So, um, in reading this book, it really it really made me think about things about different things. Uh, our attitude of losing and winning. And part of the problem in our society is our expectations of what we think should happen. Because life is, by its very nature, very difficult for most of the world. And I think sometimes we forget that because, for the most part, many of us live very blessed lives. Uh, But life is not going to be fair no matter how much you want it to be. And some people are going to have more challenges than others. Some people are going to be born with more struggles uh someone else will get the promotion that maybe you were more qualified for someone else might make the team and you didn't someone else may get a date with the boy or the girl that you liked right Uh, some of us have experienced loss maybe loved one has died or we've had sickness or job challenges we're going through some of that here at our house right with grandparents it's not fun to go through and it's and it doesn't seem fair and I don't want to minimize that and I know as a parent we try to protect our kids from the hard stuff and maybe we don't prepare you guys enough for how to handle loss but that's one of the most important lessons you can learn is how to deal with those hard times because have you ever heard this phrase it's not what happens to you you know the rest (laughs) it's not what happens to you it's how you respond to it If someone else was able to overcome a similar situation, then you can too. I think that's why I love to read autobiographies of people who have overcome great odds and movies about people who've done amazing stuff. um, Because they inspire, inspire you to be a better person. So what's the proper response? Is it denial? Wishing it was different? Getting angry? Taking out, taking it out on your siblings and your, or your dog? Or facing it and coming up with a plan of action? I would say facing it, right? So what's a challenge that you might be currently facing? Sports, school, relationship, 
job. Write it down and then write down how you're going to change your mental attitude about it. And then write down one action that you can take today to improve the situation. Because the most important thing that you can do is take responsibility. Take control of your life. Uh, if, you, if you blame others, you're never going to be able to get past the situation. And the younger you are when you learn that you have control over some of this, the easier it will be. If you get into the habit of complaining and blaming others when you're young, then you're just going to have to break that habit. So don't even start it, right? The easiest time to change it is now. So what do you do when something happens that wasn't fair? You can get really stuck there or you can say, I did my best. That decision was out of my control. I'm going to learn from this. Is there, what can I do to improve? If you're at a job, maybe you need to consult with some wiser, older people. Maybe there really is some stuff going on in that workplace and you need to find another job. Maybe it's you that need to change, right? So, so you need to surround yourself with some good people that can give you advice. But if we never make mistakes, would we ever truly learn? No, we would not. So, like, if, you, if you're in school and everybody in class always makes the hundreds and nobody struggles, what would be the point? There wouldn't be. Right. The point is you're learning and you're not perfect. And when you see the grade that's not maybe what you exactly what you wanted, it is showing you where you need to improve, right? The people that are really successful are not the people that didn't fail. Normally they're the people that failed a lot and learned from it. Tell me what would be a natural response to failure that you can think of. Um, to get mad. Right. Um, another one might be you try to hide that you messed up. Uh, what's another one? Um, back up. Yeah, you you stop what you're doing. You don't want to go any further. Or you might just totally give up. It's not wrong to make mistakes. You just got to remember that. And don't go around comparing yourself to others because... You don't know their story. They might be on another path than you, right? You compare yourself to yourself. And remember that learning is a process and not a one-time event. So if you want to learn something, you just focus on getting a little bit better every time. Even if you don't make great leaps forward, if you just get a little bit better every time. Remember that video that you and Hudson did out there at the basketball goal and you were talking about if you just improve 1% every day, Vaguely. I vaguely remember that. <laughs> After a year, you will be 37 times better just from 1% improvement. So don't feel like you have to to uh, improve by leaps and bounds. I'm not saying slack off and only, I just need to improve a tiny bit. But if you're struggling and you feel like I'm not getting it, if you can just get it a little bit more every time, um, eventually you will have big improvement. And one of the greatest things that you can do from to learn from your lessons is to have a teachable spirit. And I know this is something that is really hard, especially for teens, because they don't want to admit that they don't know everything and that adults know stuff. Wow, adults know stuff, right? Why are you giving me that look? Do you think that's true? Teens don't like to admit that they don't know everything. Probably. I, <laughs> I honestly don't know. Harvard did a study on attitude and found that 85% of success is due to having a positive, teachable attitude and only 15% is due to ability. That's amazing to me. 
Because we tend to think that the people that have all the talent and the skills are the ones that are the successes. But in truth, I mean, some of those people may have talent and skill, but they also had a teachable spirit, right? Because no co coach is going to want somebody on their team if the person's always like, I don't need to do that. I know what I'm doing, right? Mm -hmm. So John Maxwell has these three philosophies that he tries to keep in mind. Number one, everyone has something to teach me, which is a really great principle because a lot of times we tend to think, what, what can those people teach me? I know more than they do, but everyone, even a little kid can teach you stuff. Sometimes they say things and I'm like, how did they know that? Like, or they had a little spark of wisdom that, you know, from the mouth of babes. So go into every situation thinking everyone, I can learn something from everyone. And every day, his number two is every day I have something to learn. So every day is new. And we, it's a new opportunity. And then number three, every time I learn something, I benefit. You don't have to pretend to know everything. And if you know stuff, you don't have to prove it. If someone's life is not in danger, if you're not in a situation where you must have the correct facts, like science class or something, you do not have to correct other people. Let it go if it's not important. No one likes to know it all. It took me many, many years to learn this too. I wish someone had taught me this when I was younger. Like, you don't have to argue with people. If you know the story, but they're told it a little bit wrong, who cares, right? Just let them tell the story and don't take away their joy of telling it because you feel like everything has to be correct. Another big lesson that it took me a long time to learn was don't be so afraid of making mistakes. Don't let the fear keep you from doing things some of this comes from experience. The older I've gotten, the more I've seen how I can learn from everything that happens to me. And I don't fear mistakes as much. I remember when I was younger, I was so afraid of all the what ifs. But as adults, we've done a lot of different things. We've had lots of adventures. We've taken lots of calculated risks. We've been through really hard times. And so experience, it's going to take some experience for teens to to really grasp all of this but I've learned through all that that I'm capable of handling hard things I'm not so afraid of messing up because there are really very few mistakes that you can't recover from most things you can recover from and one thing I've learned is when you make a mistake be willing to laugh at yourself maybe not right away but give it a little time and it can become a great family story. Right? Remember the time I got stuck to the toilet? <laughs> oh my. Uh, should, should I tell a story here? Why? Just why did I know you were going to say that though? Because <laughs> it's a famous story now. So we were when we were building our log house, we had to peel hundreds of logs. Not hundreds, but a hundred logs. And when we first started peeling them, we had these really short, they were called spuds, that scraped the bark off. So the only comfortable way to do that without killing your back was to straddle the log like a horse and scrape the log in front of you and then just scoot backward and then scrape more. Well, the first day I did this, I, I didn't know. I'd never done this before. It was all a grand exper experiment. 
And so I scraped all day. I, I scraped for hours and hours. And then at the end of the day, I came in and, and I had to use the bathroom. And the, the thing is, we built our, our house out of pine trees, which have lots of sap. And when you take the bark off of a pine tree, the sap comes up. So I had been dragging my rear through sap for hours and hours. And when I went to go to the bathroom, my my jeans were stuck to my rear. <laughs> so so we were living in the RV, little tiny RV. Everyone can hear everyone else's business. <laughs> Jenna's trying not to laugh uproariously right here. Um, so, so I'm in the tiny, tiny bathroom and I can't get my pants off, <laughs> but I have to go to the bathroom really bad. So I just rip them down <laughs> and it was like, it was like being waxed. It was like, <laughs> and the picture, if you can see Jenna right now, she's, she's, uh, she's got her hands over her mouth and she keeps like waving her hand in front of her face it just makes the story just funnier because she can't (laughs) anyway so i had to rip my pants off and it was like it was like ripping off it was like waxing your rear end if if people did such a thing And, and that was my first mistake and so my second mistake was i sat down on the toilet and And all of that sap had leaked through my pants. It wasn't just on my pants. It had leaked through my pants. And it was on my butt cheeks. <laughs> and so when I sat on the toilet, when I sat on the toilet, I was stuck. <laughs> I was stuck to the toilet. And so I had to rip myself off the toilet, too. So... That's an example of a mistake. <laughs> the <laughs> funny thing was, we were all in the trailer and we could all hear you screaming really loudly. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So you gotta be willing to laugh at yourself and tell embarrassing stories, because how else are you supposed to entertain your children? Um, that it was not funny when it happened. <laughs> it probably wasn't funny for months, actually. But now I can tell that story and laugh. I tell that story. That's probably my favorite funny story. About building about myself. my house. Yeah. It's this great quote in the book from Ralph Waldo Emerson. He said, life is a succession of lessons which must be lived to be understood. And that's a lot of what we teach with our podcast and with, with all the videos we do. We want we want you guys to learn the lessons now while you're in a safe place at home rather than being taught them the hard way once you get out there on your own. Um, so don't run away from the lessons. They're there for a reason and they're going to make you better. Jenna's <laughs> still laughing over here. Okay. If you liked this episode, you might want to check out John Maxwell's book. It's called Sometimes You Win, Sometimes You Learn for Teens. And that he goes more into depth and strategies and mindset. And I think you really enjoy it. And we'll put a link to it in the show notes. 
Thanks for joining us this week. Catch you next time.